Live, Australia's number one pop culture podcast and web series. I'm your host, Todd Bailey. Joining me on the podcast tonight... Wake Cobbs and I'm Pots and Pants. Hello, Frankie. What's happening this week, brother man? Brother man. Yes. Is that my new superpower? Because you're cameraman. The, was it the cameraman? Yeah. Oh, you're not supposed to tell people. Well, fucking, it's even a little, uh, little geek's cartoon of well, you this week. Tony probably shouldn't have told people. I know, but it looks so freaking awesome. I, I like the uh, crotch cam. Crotch cam? Mm. I don't. Um, but anyway, very well done, Tony. If you haven't checked it out, make sure you pop along and have a little look at, uh, at Little Geeks, which is a cartoon uh, pin-up series uh, based on these podcasts. So, yeah. Tony Davidson, great artist based in Queensland. Good on you, Tony. The uh, How's your week been? My week has been flat out. Mm. I, I went and saw Dave Chappelle this week live in yeah. Brisbane. yeah. Eh, it wasn't a bad show, but it wasn't the greatest show either. Yeah. Um, I like Dave Chappelle's show. You know, he does all yeah. the like, Rick James and yep. all that kind of stuff. Didn't yep. do any impersonations. Didn't he? Uh, it's kind of done a lot of like out-of-date political jokes okay. based on the Barack Obama administration. And an American sort of based political... Poli- yeah, and he's in okay. an Australian, you know, with an Australian audience. Yeah. It's just kind of weird. It was a weird show. There, mm. was, there were moments that were funny, but other parts of it were just fucking weird, Ginge. Yeah. You know what I didn't realise, though? What? He was in uh, the Mel uh, Brooks movie, the Many Robert Many Toys. Yeah, he was nineteen years of age when he played Achu. Yeah, in that yeah. nineteen. Nineteen. I knew he was in it. I didn't know he was yeah, that he was, young. Yeah, he was nineteen back then. The reason I call you brother man is apparently someone's been announced as a brother man. What do you mean? Fantastic Four. Oh, the casting. Let me, let's me <coughs> Fantastic my Four, notes, who uh, had two movies come out in the 2000s. In, in, in the noughties, as we call them, the noughties. And, um... Look, there's been months, mm. of, months and months and months of speculation that they were doing it and that, you yep. know, who's yep, going to yep. get cast, all that kind of thing. Um, the the cast for the reboot have been set in stone, well, set in stone thus far. Yeah. Here now, they are. This is slated for June 19, 2015. So that's only next year. Okay. Ooh. Right? So Ooh. they're getting, getting through it. So, yeah. so they're going to be starting filming in the next couple of months or so. Oh, straight away, yeah. apparently. Uh, now, they've uh, named Kate Mara Who as you Sue will... Storm slash Invisible Woman. Yep. Michael B. Jordan as her brother Johnny Storm the Human Torch. Now, that's an African-American actor. She's a Caucasian actress. Mm. Well, so if you're going to... This is interesting. If you... Yeah, okay, keep going, keep okay. going. Miles Teller as Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic, and Jamie Bell as Ben Grimm, The Thing. Now, the, um, mm, the net's not happy. Look, Fans I, aren't look, happy. Look, look I, I don't have a problem with casting people I, in different uh, roles. I, okay, my problem, and, and apparently the problem of a lot of people on the net now... I just want to put it out there. I I like movies that stick pretty close to the source material, especially yep. when they're comic book movies. Okay. Yep. Because you've got like you know Fantastic Four, what sixty odd years worth of fucking mm. history mm-hmm. there to tap into. Yep. Why do they need to go? And and I I find it gratuitous that they go and they race bend or gender bend characters nowadays in comics, movies, whatever. Yep. Um. Oh. We've got to put an African American in there as in the lead or one of the lead roles, and you kind of go, well, no, Johnny Storm's always been Caucasian, um, and him and Sue are, are supposed and to be brother and sister. Yes, I don't get it. That, that's, now, that's why the... couldn't they cast? I mean, I, I've got no problem if they had to cast uh, this this guy, what's Jamie his name? Bell, uh, Michael, Michael B. Jordan. Why didn't they cast him as Ben Grimm? Yeah. Why didn't Jamie Bell get cast as yeah. as, as Johnny Storm? I just don't. I don't. Or, or, or would that then be? Oh, you're covering up would, the African American actor. That could would, be racist. Would that? Yeah. I wouldn't see it as racist. I'd just see it as, well, that's clever casting. But I don't see it. They're apparently going to make... The- well, well, have a think about it. The black guy is the human torch. That's going to be... There's going to be racist taunts. You reckon? Well, what happens when you burn something? So, uh, 
Oh. There's going to be right. Oh, don't get up me. Don't get know. up me. I'm not up you. I just read between the lines. That's yeah. Horrible. Like um, like there is going to be racist jokes, and I didn't come up with this. No, but the, anyway, this, this casting. My other problem, anyway. Like I've looked at these people now. Miles Teller, who's been cast as Reed Richards, he looks more like he should have probably been cast as Ben Grimm. He yeah. doesn't look like leading man material. He, mm, no. Right? And the guy that cast Jamie Bell uh, for, for Ben Grimm, yeah. he looks more like he should be Reed Richards. It's like someone in Hollywood just totally or, or at fucked le- the or call at, sheet up. Or, yeah, or at least you know? the human no, torch. It's like they kind of went, oh, we need four, uh, one chick, three guys. Um, they're playing superheroes. Right, this is, oh, that guy looks good. That guy looks good. They haven't fucking really nailed these characters. Um, I'm worried. I think this film is going to turn out to be poop. Uh, the only real casting that I've gone, yeah, I can see that, is Sue Storm. Kate Mara. Kate Mara. Yeah, you like her? Like, remember uh, Shooter? Yes. She was yes. in that. Oh, was she? So, um, you know, the, the the woman he goes to to, to get help when he's, yeah. he's injured? Oh. And, um, you know, I, I can see that now. Okay, fair you enough. Know, but, but these other ca- like the mm, other guys they've cast, I'm not enthused. And no. there's a lot of the internet, uh, a lot of people not Happy James. I'm just, I'm just saying. I, I don't want to be the asshole that that points it out, but I'm just saying. You're just saying, Ginge. I'm, I'm just Put it on record. Ginger's just saying. And 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 I don't want to be cast out. Oh, you're being racist. But well, he, I didn't, I didn't say it. Now the film is going to be directed by Josh Trank. Now he's the guy behind uh, Chronicle, the movie Chronicle. Oh, okay. Do you know, do you know the guy? Yeah. Do you know yeah. his work? I don't. Yeah. I, I've never seen Chronicle. Mm. Um, there you go. But anyway, Fantastic Four casting uh, has split mm, the net I, in mm, half. What you, uh, now, you're a Godzilla fan. The original Godzilla. Like, no, when I say original, I mean like in the 90s. Did you like it? I thought I you did. were. I thought, it, I thought it was a great movie. I remember going to see that at the cinema. At the cinema. And really enjoyed it. Yeah, that's what I said. I, yeah. You, you were a yeah, fan, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, So they're doing the remake, yes, right? Yes, yes. The poster came out this week. Yes. Have you seen the poster? Yes. Must have, I must admit, it looks pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, now, apparently, the Godzilla reboot is best described as badass. Okay, mm-hmm. like people yeah. have seen the trailer yep. and everything else. Yep, yep, yep. Now, in the said trailer, they only got a slight look at the beast. Yes. Okay? Yes. Definitely not enough to give an idea of, of what to expect in the actual it was just, movie. It was, it was like a silhouette in smoke, in clouds. That's right. Now, yeah. th- uh, thanks to the new movie poster released this week, mm. we finally get a, a, a bit of a glance at his uh, redesign yep. and the terror he's casting over a city ablaze, okay, with all the fires and everything yes, else. Yes, yes, yes. Now, um, apparently, the film's plot is described as this. An epic rebirth to Toho's iconic Godzilla. This spectacular adventure from Warner Brothers Pictures and Legendary Pictures pits the world's most famous monster against malevolent creatures who, bolstered by humanity's scientific arrogance, threaten our very existence. That sounds kind of funky and cool. I, oh, yes. Yeah, keep going, no, keep no, going. I was just saying, um, say again, Godzilla comes to help us because it, it pits, of mutants. It, it pits... The world's most famous monster yes. against malevolent creatures who, bolstered by humanity's scientific arrogance, threaten our very existence. So, so we've created we've something. We've created some mutants. And then Godzilla has to come on and kick them butt. And save, and save, save the humanity. world for humans. And then disappear off into the coast somewhere near Japan. Oh. Um, now, Godzilla hits American theatres on May, 6th, uh, May 16th. Sorry, Now, we don't know when we're getting it here in Australia. No, no that's right. Um, it stars Brian Cranston, Aaron Taylor-Johnson, Ken Watanabe, mm-hmm. Juliet Binoche, and Elizabeth Olsen. Quite a lovely lass, Elizabeth we're, Olsen. We'll, we'll, we'll see her next in uh, Age of Ultron. Scarlet Witch. Mm. Doesn't want to wear the costume, though, apparently. Doesn't she? Does. So I read something the other week. She doesn't like the costume. She doesn't like the, per- the purple. 
overly pinky sort Wait, of where costume. Was she, just, she doesn't say, what well, no, else is If you're fucking cast in a superhero film, you, when you sign that fucking contract, you kind of go, I'm going to be dressing in a costume for this. You don't come out afterwards going, oh, no, I'm not dressing That's in a like costume. That's like signing on to be Superman. You go, no, 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 no. What I don't want to be wearing blue tights. What is going on with these Hollywood people today? You need the fucking cash. You're going to do a movie, <laughs> right? For superheroes, you're not going to go, well, I'm going to dictate what I wear. That's what the fucking director and the producers and, and the writers and everything else, that's you, what they're doing. You can't, you can't be Superman while you're wearing black trench coat like the Matrix or something. It doesn't work. It doesn't work to you. Have you seen the, the poster for Godzilla? You know, it, it, it looks like they've gotten the original action figure and yeah. just gone, just scan that into the computer. It pretty much looks like what they've done. So he looks very original. He looks like the original. It, it, to, to me, the, for the footage I've seen, it looks like a guy in a giant rubber suit. Really? I'm I'm a bit apprehensive about it, man. Oh, yeah, you know I've never seen the uh, the one from the nineties. I, I lie, I've seen bits and pieces. Yeah, the only thing I remember from that is that P Diddy song, Puff Daddy, uh, Come with Me. Yeah, uh, song. It's the only thing. You know what? I used to like it back in the day. I heard it the other day somewhere. Mm-hmm. I don't know where the fuck it was. It was playing. I went, "What is that?" Shit? Oh, that's P Diddy. And they've got the riff from uh, the uh, the Queen song in it. Because the guy from Queen was playing the guitar during was in he? that song, yeah. Because he's in the building in here, if I remember the film clip, mm. and everything's falling down yeah. around, and yeah. Godzilla's trampling buildings yeah. nearby. And, yeah, yeah. And old Puff Diddy, Puff Daddy, Poo Poo Diddy, fucking... What is he known as nowadays? Sweet Diddy. Sweet Diddy. He done, he's done sweet fucking Diddy in the last <laughs> couple of years. Um, anyway, he uh, he was in the film clip looking all tough and shit. Kind Wearing of, white and shit. That big lizard gone and fucking scared P. Diddy. I used to share a bedroom with the notorious B.I.G. and that motherfucker snores bad. That's my rap impersonation of P. Diddy right yeah. there, Jim. Yeah, 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 it's done well. Did the poster for Godzilla. Yes. The, Ho- to that. the Hollywood executives have kind of... They've, they've lost their way with advertising, haven't they? Have you noticed? It's Godzilla shot from behind. Like every poster you have seen for an action movie this year. Yeah, everything's always the old shot from behind. The shot from behind. Even Captain America is shot from behind, looking over his shoulder. You can almost do a song. Shot from behind, <laughs> and you're to blame, baby. You give movies a bad name. Hollywood, you give movies a bad name. Oh, ginch. A oh. bad poster. One from, no, you fucked it up. Then. No, too anyway, many syllables. Also talking about first looks, mm. uh, we get mm. a little look this week. Yes. Dane Dahan. Dane Dahan. Is the that go- how you pronounce it? Th- that's the guy playing Harry Osborn in the uh, new Spider-Man. That's right. Now he's, uh, uh, he's uh, sorry, Amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Man two. Um, he's the Green Goblin, right? Mm. Now for months, fans were on the assumption that Jamie Foxx's Electro would be the main villain in Amazing Spider-Man two. Yes. Yep. However, until, until. it was uh, revealed that both the Rhino, played by the awesome and ever-fantastic mm, Paul Giamatti, yep. and Harry Osborn, Dane DeHaan, would also play big roles in the film. Now, while Electro and Rhino are newcomers to the Spider-Man franchise, yep, yep, yep. The go- at least on film, yeah. the Goblin has been seen twice before as Norman Osborn, played by Willem Dafoe, Dafoe. in 2002 Spider-Man, and of course Harry Osborn, yep. played by James Franco in Spider-Man 3. Mm-hmm. Now, both previous versions of the character came under fire from fans who were disappointed in how their respective looks strayed from the source material. And I must be honest, that fucking costume that William Defoe had as a Green Goblin, what the fuck was that? Well, c- come on. It's still better than the flying snowboard that Mr. Franco was flying oh, around they were both in, in shit, the second. Oh, they were shit renditions. Um, well, now... Was, uh, was that the second one or was that the third one? It was the third, the third one, wasn't he? he was that he was flying third, around yeah. on the snowboard? Yeah. Um, now, apparently there's an exclusive image that's hit the net of what DeHaan's version of the Harry Osborn Goblin will look like in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yep, yep. Now, even though there are things to like about the, the thing, there's st- it's still a total deviation from the comics. So you're not going to see... It, 
it's, the, Hob- the, the Green Goblin from the comics. It's so, essentially just the same costume and same outfit that William Defoe was wearing, pretty well, much. Yeah, well, apparently this time, instead of just traditional mask and costume, yep. uh, the Goblin will undergo a, more of a physical transformation, similar okay. to how the character is portrayed in the Ultimate Spider-Man comic series. Yeah. Yeah, did you ever read that? Brian no, Michael Bendis. No, I didn't. Mark Bagley. What was, it like? what was his character? He was, like he, he, he was green and he was a bit monsterish. Uh, he kind of transformed. So, what, like a bit like a bit like the Luke. Jekyll and Hyde, uh, yeah, kind of a bit, bit like that. So they're not going for the kind of it's a costume he wears. He essentially takes like a goblin serum, I'm assuming, and then is it like a proton takes, pill that Roger Ramjet takes? N- no, and he turns into this. No, no. With uh, green skin and pointed features, it seems like Dahan won't need a suit to become the goblin. It, so it's either makeup or they're gonna he he'll shoot the the. Harry Osborne bits, mm. and then they'll use like a pretty much what is it? What do you call mash and capture suit? Well, from what and then just digitally. Well, from what I've seen, it's they've just put prosthetics on him, and it's it looks. Oh, like, it's old school, dude. It, it 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 looks like it's it it pretty much looks like they're just shining a green light on his face. Oh, really? It doesn't. Oh. It to, to to from this image that they've released, yeah. it really doesn't look like they've given him too much. Which is weird because you know I saw the trailer for Amazing Spider-Man two, and I you yeah. were with me. I said, yeah. "Fuck man, I can't wait to that see that." That looks cool, man. So they've nailed Spidey's looking at it. It looks yep. amazing. The costume looks fantastic, more like the comic book. Um, I love Andrew Garfield as as um, mm-hmm. Peter Parker. Yep, yep. He's Quick-witted, he's, he's wise-cracking. And he, uh, the, his physique looks more like the ultimate like Spidey. Spidey. Yeah. Hell yeah. Like, and I think, honestly, like, I, d- I remember saying I used to enjoy the first two, Tobey yep. Maguire, the third yep. one I'm on record as saying is what a fucking pile of shit that was. Mm. Right? Emo Spidey. Now that I've watched Amazing Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield yep. in the role, I'm like, forget Tobey Maguire that he ever existed because yep. those films were shit compared yep. to this. Yep. Now, trailer for fucking Spider- Amazing Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. I went, oh, hell's yeah. Jamie I'm Fox on board. I'm on board. Paul Giamatti, I love him. Love him. I think yep. he's fantastic. Yep. Then you, you kind of see this image and you go, eh. I think someone dropped the ball. Yeah, I reckon it'll be the letdown of the film. That I, part of it will be the... Hopefully, the rest of the film can, can get beyond that yeah. and, and keep my attention and keep me happy. But that bit there, let me down. Well, I, you know, I've seen that, that footage, the test makeup footage that they put on William Defoe yeah. when they were originally going to have him as a... You know, his face was in latex and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, even that looks more like the comic than this bloody thing. At least they were giving it a go. Yeah, exactly. You know, I just... Mm. You know what I want to do now in this mm. part of the podcast? Yeah. I want to make it our news, news item, item of, of the, the week. Jeans, this here, mate. Holy fuck. Really? Right? You, you're when, building up, man. Oh, when they announced Guardian of the Galaxy as a movie, <laughs> I went, I went... It's going to be poo. No, no I went... Meh. Right. Yeah. Never read the book. Yep. Have no interest in the character. It's a fucking rocket raccoon, Ginge. How are they going to make talking. it? How are they going to make a talking raccoon, raccoon look any good standing next to a, a right. buff bloke? Uh, no, well, uh, Groot. Yeah. The walking tree. I was like, yeah. the fucking, what is it, Lord of the Rings again? The trees are walking, yeah. Ginge. <laughs> huh? Anyway, I was not impressed. Until. Right? Until this week on Jimmy Fallon's fucking new late night show, because he's replaced show. Jay Leno, right? Yep. yep. First week on the show, New York, they've gone, give you something special. Here's the premiere trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, my God. I watched it. I cried. I laughed. I cried again. I jerked off. I had some humble pie. Because <laughs> you know what? How much humble I pie did cr- you eat? Hey? The whole thing. Yeah. And then I made seconds for you. <laughs> uh, anyway. I, I'm hoping that what you did before, it didn't... <laughs> Come my way either. <laughs> that was special extra custard. Ah! Anyway, mm. I um, 
Uh, I cried because I cried tears of joy. Oh my god, man! I watched that trailer and just went, "That looks fucking and it looks awesome." Like, it looks like the tone of it. Chris Pratt plays Lone yeah. Star. Now I'm not. I, I've seen Chris Pratt and things before, but I'm not super familiar with his work. Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm a massive fan or anything. He has like Star Lord character. Yeah. It's just awesome. Yeah. Um, you've got fucking like John C. Riley in that mm. in that clip, and the, uh, the guy behind him out of space, yes. black books yes. and all that. Yes, a British actor. Yep. Um. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. And like Rocket Raccoon looks amazing in yep. it. Yep. Voiced by Bradley Cooper, by the mm. way. Did you know that? He's mm-hmm. voiced by Bradley yep. Cooper. Yep. Um, just looks amazing. And I got to the end of it. I've watched it a couple of times over. Yep. Everyone is, is talking about it on the net. Everyone's yep. loving it. Yep. In my store, the question of the week is, have you watched Guardians of the Galaxy? <laughs> as soon as customers walk in, that's what they're asking me. And I'm like, have you? And they're like, oh, my God, it's fucking sweet ass. I can't ha- wait to see it. How, how many downloads of, of that... Uh, I can't stop this feeling. Hooked on a feeling on, by yeah. Blue Suede. H- how many how many downloads you you think iTunes have had in the last oh, twenty four hours since had, that's been released? How good does it cut into the yes? Trail? And the poof, now poof. Uh, Groot, of course, is the the, yep. the tree, the talking walking tree. Yep. yep. Well, apparently, it doesn't talk too much anyway. Because do you know how Vin Diesel got the voice of Groot in Guardians of the Galaxy? How did he get it? Can I tell you a little story? Okay. Now, um, okay. Sh- should we put a transition <laughs> like a Vin Diesel? is the voice of Groot in this upcoming film right now essentially all it will consist of him saying is I am Groot and nothing else for the duration of the movie are you serious yeah that's it now a while ago Vin Diesel posted the following on Facebook on his Facebook mm-hmm. so last summer in America so what, that's our winter isn't yeah it? remember, it, remember he had year. that image of him at the Marvel at the Marvel offices, offices studios, and he was yeah. pointing towards now actually it was just before uh, San Diego Comic Con last year now he po- posted Marvel has requested a meeting no idea what for haha ha, you probably know better than me is what yep, he put right yep, yep. there was so much commotion the post was taken down people wondered what was going on then he posted about a follow up meeting mm-hmm. the truth he made it up. Vin Diesel totally made it all up. Now, that's according to uh, a Marvel Comics executive. They told uh, someone in the US, uh, a news agency over there, yeah. that Marvel had not requested an initial meeting with Vin Diesel at all, and it was Vin just playing around with social media, oh. and he may not have realised that geekdom would flip out over yeah. the words he said, okay? Yeah. That the voice of Groot had not been cast. He didn't know. So Marvel noticed what had gone on and the amount of people who went crazy over it, had a few <laughs> words, had a meeting, and found... Him as Groot. Now, the rest is history. There you go. He essentially pulled a Mark Miller, and it just worked as well. Mm-hmm. He essentially talked himself into... In, into getting the role. role. Hadn't been approached or anything else. Popped out there on, face, on Facebook or whatever. Yeah. And it went crazy. And Marvel went, fuck, he's got a following. You know People what? We're interested. Let's do it. I just want to announce that uh, Kevin Smith has uh, requested you and I to uh, go have a meeting with him about being in his next movie. Really? Has he, Ginger? Yes. Say yes, motherfucker. Oh, um, um, uh, yes. Yes, he has. There you go. Let's hope that fucking comes true. Mm. That, um, that once again, can't say no. If you haven't watched it, go along to the Geekspeak Facebook page. Yeah, it was posted on there. I posted it myself. Actually, Brendan messaged me. He goes, "You motherfucker!" He said, "You beat me by like three <laughs> seconds." I was about to hit post, and next minute, up it comes, and he goes, "Oh, Todd, fucking beat me." Um, there you go. Too so slow, bro. Too slow. Speaking of stuff on the Facebook page, how mm. long? Last week we popped up a review of uh, Captain Midnight from Dark Horse Comics. Yeah. Gamer Gibbo got in. He's been itching to write some reviews. I yep. said, well, write something. And he went, I love this this Captain Midnight. I, I want to talk about cool, it. Cool, so Do it. I'll post it up. It's a really, it's a nice, it's not overly long mm. review, but it's quite a good review. Yep. I'll tell you what, I want to buy the trade when it hits the shelf. Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm waiting for. The covers for the trade. amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gibbo mentions about the covers yeah. in there. Uh, but check it on out, it's pretty... He, he, need, cool. he needs to have a look at The Black Beetle. Why? Because I'm, I'm still loving that book, man. That's from Dark Horse as well. I've, I've finished it, but I just, just flicking through the artwork in it, man. Just I amazing. I borrow it off you, Jim. Yeah. 
I have not had a chance. I, I, you know, I'm being a bit slack. I've not had a chance to read any comics this week. Yeah, I feel bad. Actually, I like Batman Twenty Eight, hmm. um, which uh, Greg Capullo wasn't on Batman Twenty Eight. Wasn't it was, he? Uh, it was Dustin Dustin Newman. What's he? He, 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 but he chucking an just, arm. No, just taking a taking a break. Just having a breather. Oh, boss has been working that hard. Yeah, well. but it's actually not part of Gothtopia or anything else. It's um, just, it's a future issue essentially. Just a, a one shot. Sort of thing, or I can't. I think it ties into or it has nods to like the future. Yeah. And spoiler alert! Oh. Right now, I'm, I'm warning. Spoiler alert! I think we've talked about it before, or at least on the uh, when we mentioned it. The whole thing about spoiler, the the, the, the character. character spoiler, yeah. Right. Dana Dio flat out refused to have, that. She was teased in certain panels. They went back and you know, like an artist had put her yep. in, a, in the background somewhere. Yep. Yep. They go back, they change it before the book comes out to press. Yeah. And he just kept her totally out of the loop and kept saying she's a toxic character, she won't be appearing. Guess what? Wow. She's at the tail end of this book and she holds the key to this big storyline, apparently. Oh, shit. Like and she's and Selena Kyle is in a, like uh, interrogating her. Yeah. Right? But he's got a new sidekick. And it's Har- remember Harper? The chick who, who does all the electrical stuff in the early issues of mm, Batman and that, right? Okay. She rocks up. She's kind of got like these stun guns, big stun cannon. Yeah. Um, and she's kind of it looks a bit like a ripoff of the Nightwing costume. Yeah. But she's got this like awesome wicked mask, almost a bit like a ski mask that kind of has the okay. the yeah. thing on it and all that. Yeah. And she calls it a Bluebird. Okay. Bluebird. Yeah. So so and he, she's working with Batman in this as his new sidekick. So it's oh. meant to be set, set kind of in the future. I don't know the whole story. As in, as in 10, 20 years or... No, no, no. Like in the not too distant future. Like, like, like three or five years. Yeah, I don't know whether it's tying into Batman Eternal. I think it's tying actually yeah? to Batman Eternal. Okay. Which, of course, we're going to see when that launches. Mm. Scott Snyder's writing yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. One of the writers. And um, I think we're going to see that all tying together. Now, oh, the solicitations, we just ordered the first four issues of Batman Eternal. Yeah. This is a weekly comic series. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and they hit the shelves in like two months. So this is a bit of a lead-in or a bit of a like a bit of a peek at it. Yeah. And I must the whole issue like it was a good issue. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I got to the end of it and went well. Spoilers back and it's Stephanie Brown and awesome like fucking cool. But why is Harper is he is he psychic? Yeah. Why, what's going on here? How, how, how did this happen? Bluebird? Like what the fuck? But it's kind of cool. It is cool. Like so, if you haven't read it, pick it up. Um, uh, issue Batman issue twenty eight. Mm, so Greg Capullo okay. not on the artwork, which yeah. is a little bit sad because I do love Greg, but yeah. it's Dustin you and I still love his artwork. I think he's fantastic. So awesome. check it on out. Yeah, I got to read yeah. that this week. Shit, yeah. How good is that? That's, hmm. I yeah. I wonder where they're going with that. I don't know, but I, there you go. If you're a Batman fan, pick it on up. Yeah. check it on out. Yeah, put it on back. No, um, <laughs> don't do that. That's just weird. Do you want me to edit out you singing that bit? Why? Next subject. Okay. Um, are you getting all geared up over Star Wars Episode 7? Um, I'm, I'm trying to remain hopeful. Really? Yes. Well, uh, fresh from com, this news comes out that Jack Rayner uh, from Transformers Age of Extinction has yep. landed a yet unknown part in the new Star Wars film, Star Wars mm. 7, Episode 7. Now, the report coming in uh, is from two different sources. Okay, yep. It's important yep. that these sources are definitive in saying that Rayner actually has the part. Oh, shit. It's locked in, okay? Okay, yep. There have been countless vague rumours about actors being talked to or to- taking meetings with J.J. Abrams. Yep. Now, yep. Uh, while most of those are likely true, it's also possible that the production will meet with dozens of actors about Star Wars. Yeah. To say that Rayner hasn't just talked about Star Wars with the team but has actually been awarded a role is very different, okay? Mm. Now, obviously, this can, again, turn into one of those rumours that fizzles out within a day or two. Yep. But um, apparently, it's overwhelming secrecy surrounding this project and this is all fans have had to talk about until something official is declared by the studio because they 
playing their cards very close to their yeah, chest. Yeah, yeah. Now, we, as we know, Star Wars Episode Seven will hit American theaters on December 18, 2015. That's the end of next year, Ginge. Now, I haven't seen this kid in anything except for a couple uh, publicity stills for Age of Extinction. That's right. Now, it comes out soon. Yeah. Uh, so you'll get to see him in there. Jack Rayner is the guy's name. Mm, now, I okay. don't know. Do you reckon, mm, could he... There's rumour that you'll see Luke and Leia. Yep. But they're you know, obviously a lot older. Yep. And the movie may focus on their children. Oh, not their children together. Han, but, I mean, Han, Han, Han and, and Leia's Who kids. have twins. Right. Could he be playing one of the twins? Or could he be Luke's son or something like that? Or who knows? That's right. Very interesting. That's He's a right. young bloke. So there you go. That's, uh, that, that's some other gospel for you right there. It's, it's, it's interesting. I... Um it's all movie-centric tonight, by the way. Yeah. Although TV, I'm going to do this one about TV. Yeah. Jada Pinker-Smith has been cast in the Batman prequel Gotham. And, the, and when the TV I, series. Yeah. Right. When I read this news, I went, huh. That's, she's a pretty big actress to be cast in that. Hmm. Uh, it's kind of weird casting it, news, to you be know, honest with I you. Guess, I guess really the last time I saw her was in The Matrix. Now, guess what her uh, role is? Guess what the character is? Uh, Fish Mooney. A good... What? what? They what? Fish. Fish, as in... Fish swim, eat, eat fish. Fish and chips. Yeah. Fish. Yes. Mooney. So she swims with her ass in the never air? Heard, no, never heard the name before, Batman fans? No. Don't you worry, because no. the character is an original villain for the show, painted as a sadistic gangster boss and nightclub owner. She's got the street smarts and almost extra-century abilities to read people like an open book. Imposing and hot-headed, she's not one to be crossed. Mate. Gotham, a one-hour TV movie, is to air this fall. Now, it's been written by the mentalist Bruno Heller and will play as somewhat of a Batman origin story. And it'll focus on a young version of Batman's uh, trusted ally, James Gordon. Of course, uh, we announced last week yeah. uh, Ben McKenzie has been from cast in that role. Yep, yep. Aside from future Commissioner Gordon, other recognisable characters that will appear in this... Um, is uh, as we've announced before, Donald Logue as Harvey Bullock, mm-hmm. Aaron Richards as Barbara Keane, Sean Pertwee as Alfred Pennyworth, yep. and Robin Lord Taylor as Oswald Cobblepot, I, um, aka the Penguin. Um, yeah, it's interesting to see Miss Jada Pinkett Smith go back to a television role, man. Yeah, but and, you know and what? she probably. No, you know I haven't seen her do much since the Matrix. But you know what films. Um, they're all going back to do TV stuff because like, it's a steady paycheck. Yeah, yeah. I Plus guess you, we've, you, we've talked about that before, you yeah. You know, royalties for re- when they re-air it and yeah. goes into syndication yep, and yep. DVD sales and all that kind of shit. Yeah. Like, they're all, all the big names doing it. Fucking, you have a look. I mean, Matthew McConaughey and um, Woody Harrelson did that True yes, Detective. Yes, yes. Which I haven't seen yet. Someone's bringing me in a copy to watch uh, From From what I've heard, the critics are liking it. Yeah, well, actually, the people who have seen it um, that I talked to Said it's amazing. It's yeah. very heavy. Yeah, like it's very you know fucking and, full and, on. And he's still pretty thin after his Dallas Buyers Club Matthew McConaughey filming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tell you, I did watch this week. By the way, mm-hmm. I watched Escape Plan with Sly Stallone and oh um, Arnold, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. All right, all right. Stop the press. We've got to talk about this. Have you seen it? Because I fucking loved it, I man. I loved it, man. It was like the awesome, most awesome action flick how, I've seen for a while. How come it's 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 We've had to wait this long to see a movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger speak German. Yes, why has he did? Why I has it, you know what? Why has it been until now for us to hear it? That fucking surprised me. Yes. I'm kind of like, what the fuck? He's actually speaking German. Yeah, um, I loved it. Now it had uh, what's the name? What's old mate? It was in the Passion of the Christ. And he's Jim Caviezel. Uh, Jim yeah. Caviezel. Who, whose initials is JC. Yeah, work that out. And he was 33 when he did Passion of the Christ. Uh, was he? Yes. Jeez, Mel Gibson cast that well, didn't yes. he? Yes. Um, anyway, mm. 
He's in it as like the bad guy. Vincent D'Onofrio's in it. Yep. Fitty Cent is in it. Yeah. Right? Anyway, normally you look at this on paper and go, mm, this could be a bit of a fucking mess. And remember when we were interviewing Miss Jamie Alexander? Yes. She told us that she was going to be in a movie called The Tomb with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. Escape Plan's working title was The Tomb. She's not in it, though. She's not in it. She must have been playing the CIA agent that turns out to be Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter. You reckon? I think she was supposed to play that role before she got the role. Yeah. Oh, like since she got shuffled off to something else. Yeah. You reckon? I, I think she may have had to drop the role. Her, I do remember her telling us she was acting with Slow Stallone in, in a movie called The Tomb. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, I loved it. Thought it was fantastic. Yeah, man. Ticked all the right boxes. Enough. It had action. It was witty. Reminded me of, of, of uh, Stallone's... Uh, movies from the 90s like The Tango, Specialist Tango and Tango and Cash, Cash and, um, yeah. and you know what Arnold Lock Schwarz- Up Arnold Schwarzenegger wasn't cheesy in it no he was good and they played off one another yes. very well yep. you know and it, was, yep. it had some balls to the wall action in and, it. and I didn't pick the uh, the prison being I d- spoiler, spoiler alert spoiler alert I didn't pick it to be on a boat. Oh, I know. How did yeah. that come out? Oh. Oh. Fuck it. It was good, Jinch. Yeah. Geekspeak rating. Geekspeak rating. What would you give it? Um, you know what? Yep. I'd give it a nine because I, I really enjoyed it. enjoyed it. It was a good popcorn movie. And that's what I've been really searching for lately in yep. movies. You know, sometimes you just don't want to think. Yeah. <laughs> that's most of the time so, for me. Sometimes you just want to go watch a movie and be really... In- you know, engrossed by it and really enjoy it. Yeah. I you fucking know? loved it, man. I, yeah. I'm with you. Nine out of ten. That's yeah, fantastic. Man. Now, what you haven't gone along to see, I went along. I did date night the other night, Ginge. Mm. Gingy, I was a romantic person and I did date night and I let my lady pick the movie. Well, actually, went, I kind of picked the movie. But and, then, and then you went and saw a chick flick. No, but get this, right? Yeah. I saw the trailer when, uh, like the week before and I went, that looks really good. And it's called Winter's Tale. Colin Farrell. I'm sure it wasn't called Winter's Bone. No, it's Winter's Tale. Yep. Uh, Jennifer Connelly. Yes. Uh, uh, what's his name? Russell Crowe and Colin Farrell. Uh, William Hurt's in there as well. Okay. okay. Yeah. And I saw the trailer and went, that looks kind of cool. Mm. Anyway, and, and the lovely guy said, I'd like to go see that. So, well, let's make it a date night. We'll do it next week, whatever. Yep. We'll go see the chick flick next week. We saw it. Mate, amazing. I was actually fucking blown away because, you know, halfway through, the lass has turned and gone, you're not bored, are you? I'm like, and I'm kind of leaning forward, getting, yeah, hey, you've seen me watch a movie. Leaning on I the get, edge of your seat going, yeah, I, I do, wonder I if lean, that bastard's the bad guy. I, I lean forward a bit and I get right Did into the butler things. do it? No, if you like a bit of a mix, or mm. it's based on a novel, by the way, yeah. from 1983 of the okay. same name. Yeah. Um, if you like a bit of a mix of, you know, angel versus demon, like hell versus yeah. uh, uh, heaven and hell versus one another. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of magic. Yeah. Things like, you know, like Pegasus, is yep. it? Like, you know, the, the fabled horse yeah. with wings and all that kind of it's, It was a mix. And also... It it's had, fucking it Wrath t- of the Titans or something. It, it ticked all the boxes for me. New York in like 1912, 1916. Yeah. I yep. love that time period. Yep, right? yep. So you got the old cars. Mm-hmm. Fucking, I'll tell you what. Russell Crowe plays the bad guy, yeah. and he plays it fucking well. <laughs> he does. Colin Farrell is great. He it. didn't is have it? any mobile phones thrown at no, Russell Crowe. No, no. Like, honestly, yeah. really good. And then it flashes forward to the modern day. And yep. I'm not going. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to tell but you. It, a through current of it being a love story, right? It, yeah. Look, there is. A, it's a, there's a. Your voice went very high. No, certainly there is a love story aspect to it. And you know what? Yeah. That's it's beautiful in itself. Mm. But when you add these other elements in. A bloke like me could sit there and enjoy it yeah. and not get to the end and go, oh, well, I just had through a chick flick. 
got to the end and went... You went, I'm going to blow my fucking brains out. This is the notebook you've taken me to. <laughs> I've never seen that. Gin. No, neither have I. Um, but I honestly, Winter's Tale, I've been telling everyone this week, go along and check it out. And yeah. take, your, take your partner. Yeah. Because chances are, the, the well, my lovely lass loved it. Mm. The people behind us, yeah. they enjoyed it. But I heard them say... Um, they said, "Oh, that's good, but geez, they've cut a bit out for the film from the book." From the book, and yeah. that's how I clue, that's how we clue. So we went, "Oh, shit's a book," and then I did a bit of research, and yeah, from 1983, oh, okay. um, the book came out. And it's taken a bit of a while for them to rewrite the script <laughs> to get it to. The, you know who um, who wrote it and directed it? No, Akiva Goldsman. How would I know him? How would I know Akiva his Goldsman? Work? Yeah. Uh, okay, now he's been a writer on a lot of stuff like uh, Batman Forever. A Time to Kill, Batman and Robin, Lost in Space. Now, you like Lost in Space, Lost in Space, I did, yeah. Um, a Time to Kill was uh, was an interesting movie, yeah. Yeah, Practical Magic, Deep Blue Sea. Uh, now, he's a producer, I'm sorry, on Deep Blue Sea. He was a writer on A Beautiful Mind. He was. Uh, oh. He produced uh, Starsky and Hutch. Yeah. He wrote I, Robot. He was a producer on Constantine. Okay. He wrote Cinderella Man. He was a producer on Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Uh, the Da Vinci Code he wrote, the, the, the movie treatment. He was a ro- producer and writer on I Am Legend. Yeah. Producer on Hancock. Writer on Angels and Demons. Now, he was the consulting producer, writer, and director on Fringe, the first series of the TV Okay, TV so he's show. got a bit of a pedigree behind him. He was the producer on The Losers. Jonah Hex. Executive producer on Paranormal Activity 2 and 3 and 4. Lone Survivor, that's the one coming out this year yeah. with Mark Warburg. Yes, yes. And he was the writer, director, and producer of Winner's Tale that I just mentioned. Awesome, man. Okay, so you know him. Like, you see the work. Honestly, do yourself a favour. I'm giving it 9 out of 10. Well, I mean, he, he's, he's definitely got loves doing movies that are comic-based, so oh, but I this, guess this the, that's where the interest has come we from. We the end of it, and I actually said to, uh, to the lovely lass, I went, you know what? I'd love to see that as a comic book series. Yeah. Because you could take it further. Mm. You know, because it, it deals with miracles, deals with heaven and hell, oh, um, okay. you know, and then you're flashing forward in time, that yeah. kind of thing, like, yeah. you know, the immortality type thing. Okay. You know? Um, Put a sword in his hand, and he was Highlander. <laughs> kind of, there you go, Ginge. Perfect. So they remade Highlander with no fucking swords. Yeah, no, no Irishmen. They were all... Uh, sorry, all Irishmen, no Scottish. No. Now, if you so you want to win some brandy points with the missus, yeah. take her along. You'll enjoy it. She'll get a kick out of it, and you'll win brandy points. And you might even get a little bit of bow chicka bow bow, and you can thank Geekspeak for that. Bow chicka bow bow. Bow chicka bow bow, Jens, and you can thank uh, you lucky dudes out there. Uh, if there's ladies listening, you know, you don't have to give in to your man for that kind of thing. Trust me, like we're not saying that you have to or anything like that. I'm just saying there's a chance that he might, you might... Uh, uh, no. <laughs> hey, um, can I just quickly uh, race back to Star-Lord? Mm-hmm. The guy playing Star-Lord, right? Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Was in a little comic-based movie called Wanted. Was he in Wanted? He was in Wanted. Remember in Wanted, the guy who plays Professor Xavier now? Yes. There's a scene in it where he gets the shits. James McAvoy. When James McAvoy gets the shits and leaves his job in the office. Yeah. And he grabs a keyboard. Yeah. And he smashes it over someone's face. No. That's Chris Pratt. Really? Professor X smacked the shit out of Star-Lord <laughs> and the keyboard <laughs> said, fuck you. Really? Yes. That's the same. That's Chris Pratt. Same actor. Fuck. Never picked that. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, there you go. You learn something new every fucking day, Ginch. Professor Xavier can kick Star-Lord's. He can. That is awesome to hear. You know what? I love how you dig up these little fun facts. Yeah. Tell you what, though. You know what it's time for in this podcast? It's my project. 
This week's Pimp My Project is from Sean Paul from Comics mm-hmm. to Movies. Now, he's pimping Extreme Champion Tournament, his comic book that is on a Kickstarter funding yes. campaign. Now, I've seen the artwork. It's on the, it's on the, uh, the pointy end of the uh, campaign. So, make sure you help uh, fund it, get it over the line right now. But you know what? Let's give it over to Sean himself. Take it away, Sean. G'day, guys. Thanks to the guys at GeekSpeak, I'm here to pimp my project. My project is a comic book series called the Extreme Champion Tournament, which you can find on Kickstarter at the moment. The Extreme Champion Tournament, or XCT, is set in the year 2069, where secret archaeological digs over the last 50 years have rocked the foundation of what we all believe. The remains of heroes, villains, monsters and creatures that we long believed to be myth or legend have now been found. Some of these include our hero Spartacus, Lozon an American Indian warrior, Robin Hood, Achilles, dragons, minotaurs, bunyips, and a whole lot more. These remains have been used to create clones which are caged, retrained, and forced to fight in the most brutal sport in the world, the Extreme Champion Tournament. This sport has become the most watched sport in history and sees clone fighters pitted against each other and other mythical creatures to the death for the world's entertainment. Think Spartacus the Star Series crossed with the UFC. With Australian writer Brendan Halliday penning the script and Jerry Gaylord from Boom Studios' successful series Fanboy vs. Zombies, I can promise you that the artwork and the story are going to blow your socks off. We have some awesome rewards on offer for pledges as low as $5 and hope you all consider to back this project. These rewards include a copy of the comic, limited edition prints and posters, signed prints, posters and comics by Australian actor Liam McIntyre, Spartacus himself from the Star series, and even an ultra-rare statue of Spartacus based on the Jerry Gaylord cover. We need your help to get this comic printed, We are almost there. We have about $700 left to raise. So if you like the sound of our comic, head to the Kickstarter and search Extreme Champion Tournament, and that's extreme with an X, not an E, and make your pledge. Thanks for listening to GeekSpeak's Pimp My Project. XCT out. Wonderful. There you go. Thanks, Sean. We hope that uh, everyone else will go and support that project. And remember, if you want to... Send it through to us. We will pimp the shit out of it. Something we do want to pimp, Gin's another quick shout-out for Sugar City Con. That's yes. going to be in Mackay uh, later this year. And i tell you what, it's the first regional pop culture expo in Australia. That's how they're shouting it. I can't, I can't wait to uh, check this out. And I hope that uh, many different towns and cities around Australia are able to jump on the bandwagon and keep it going. Sugar City Con is the place for celebrating your love of anime, comic books, TV shows, video games, and everything alike in the regional city of Mackay in sunny Queensland. There you go. God's own country. God's own country right up there. Now, I'll tell you what, Max Comics and Collectibles is behind this as well. So mm-hmm. good on them. They're fine folk up there. Flying they're, the flag. Um, they're Mackay's comic book store. 
Uh, you can check them out on Facebook. But, yeah. of course, you can go along and support Sugar City Con on Facebook. We'll be doing a post-up for them. Now, they are proud to announce their first guest artist, Dean Rankin. Now, that's the guy who does uh, Simpsons comics. Mm-hmm. He's also got uh, a, a lot of uh, Bongo, Free For All. He did that. The Malevolent Mr. Burns. Uh, he does. He's done work for Kids Zone, the Australian Mad Magazine. Um, and he's also doing his Itty Bitty Bunnies in Rainbow Pixie Candyland through Action Lab. Um, and I've seen some of Dean's stuff. It is phenomenal. It is great. Now, he seems to be a really funny bugger as well. Yep. So I'm sure he'd be great to meet in person. He is their first official guest for the Mackay uh, Sugar City Convention. Now, make sure you head along and support it. Now, they've invited us up. We're hoping to get up to Mackay for it, Ginger. I'll be... I'm going to have to check because I might be in or out of the country and I'm going to have to send you and the crew up. I'm going to have to get on the pedal-powered bike just like the goodies and I think I might be the only person pedalling up there. You reckon? It might might send you up to cover it? Mind you, if someone wants to buy a plane ticket, I'll be, I'm all for it. Ginger will actually reward you. Yeah. Um, he's got a real purr of mail. <laughs> um, there you go. We're pimping that project as well. We'll have more to come on Sugar City Con in the coming weeks. But once again, Ginger, where do people contact us if they want to pimp their project? At GeekSpeakAU on Twitter, GeekSpeakAU at gmail.com. Facebook.com forward slash Geekspeak TV. Fantastic, Ginge. Got anything to add? Roy Nightingale. Now, you, you may remember Roy Todd from uh, Supernova. He was the 66 Batman. Yes, he did it very well, he too. Had an amazing costume. He's a part of a Facebook page that are trying to bring Adam West and Burt Ward to Australia. Really? Roy sent us this message Hey, Geekspeak and Geekspeak fans. I know this may be a long shot, but I'm asking for your help. I'm a huge Batman fan and a big Adam West Batman 66 fan. Yep. Anyone that is a fan of Adam West from Batman or even Family Guy, please like this page to show Adam and Bert they would have lots of fans that would want to meet them in Australia. Fuck, could you imagine? I mean, um, straight away, uh, our Batman sidekick, mm. uh, Brennan Lowe, he'd be all over it. Like, God, we'd have probably restraining orders he'd against him. He'd be him. like a fat kid on a cupcake. Mm, yum, yum. Adam check, West. Check it out on Facebook. It's called Bring Adam West and Bert Ward to Australia. You'll be able to see the links on our Facebook page. Help Roy and help the guys at that Facebook page get Bert Ward and Adam West to Australia. That would be freaking kick-ass, actually. That would be quite cool. I would, lo- I would love to get their signatures. Yeah. You know? I'd like to, uh, or a photo, a with, photo them. with them. I would pay. You know, normally I say I wouldn't ever pay for a photo at a con. Hmm. I'd pay to get a photo with them too. That would yeah. be awesome, Ginge. We should do it. Let's hope they come across here to the wonderful land down under, Ginge. Tell you what, um, uh, we just had the big New York uh, toy convention, New York it's uh, going toy cra- It's been going crazy with the amount of images oh and photos well, and stuff. I, uh, I posted out. up last week the image from Diamond Select Toys. Mm. Uh, they do all those wonderful Marvel Select. Uh, they also did the uh, the Universal Collection, you know, with the, the Universal Monsters. Oh, really? Yeah, they did all those oh, ones. Oh, shit, yeah. Um, they unveiled over there a Jay and Silent Bob action figure set. Uh, now, it's you, them. you know it's already been sold to you and I already. Just take my money, yeah. god damn it. <laughs> um, they are standing in front of, like, the RT video store and yeah. the Quick Stop. RST, yeah. RST, sorry. And um, it looks cooler. That's and, the background. And have you thought about it? The, the the way it's sculpted, it kind of looks like the same guys that are behind the Blues Brothers action figures. It does look a little bit. It's, it's a different company, but it does look it good. Lo- it looks really, really uh, lifelike. I'll tell you what looked freaking awesome also was the uh, Funko. Um, now, they've, they've the, these are images. Are they real? Because I only saw one. I saw the um, DeLorean for yes. the little Marty McFly. Yes. But then an image came out later in the week mm-hmm. of the Ecto-1. Now, but is it 
fan made or is it no, actually to be released? Apparently, this is actually to be released by Funko themselves. Oh, so you put the little pop hero in the car, Inside much of, like um, the Adam West Batman and Batmobile, yes. the '66 Batmobile, yep. which looked freaking cool as a as a Funko pop set. Um, so they are meant to be hitting sometime this year. It, lo- it looks pretty real from what I'm seeing. It man. looks good, man. It looks freaking cool. You know how we were saying that. Um, Winston wasn't in the original set that was released already. Yep, yep. From what from the the images I'm seeing, I'm seeing Winston, Slimer, and a Stay Puffed, and the Stay Puffed is actually like three times the size of a regular Funko Pop Hero. Yeah, wonderful. There you go. I oh, know you'll be snapping all those ones up for the collection, Ginge. Oh, man, there you go. So there is more images online. All you got to do is have a little Google around mm. at the uh, 2014 New York Toy Fair, and you will see some amazing stuff there. Well, all you- the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy toy lines coming mm-hmm. out for the film. Amazing Spider-Man 2 toys. Yeah. Uh, there's some great stuff there, but check it on out for yourself. While you're Googling that, maybe you should Google us. Yeah. Where can people find us, Ginge? YouTube.com forward slash Geekspeak Australia. Facebook.com forward slash Geekspeak TV. You just lifted up your shirt and I can see your belly button. Facebook.com forward slash Geekspeak TV at Geekspeak AU. Fucking hell, man. Stop doing that. <laughs> at Geekspeak AU on Twitter, geekspeakau at gmail.com. Do you not like looking at my belly button, Jen? It, 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 it looks like a belly dancer fell into some honey and then <laughs> fell onto a bear, and all that hair has stuck to the belly dancer's stomach. And you're trying to do a belly dance still. I, I, I'm, tr- I'm trying to look off in the opposite direction, but my peripheral vision is going, look at this. It's like a train wreck, Ginger. You can't look away. Yeah. There you go, folks. Ginger's scarred for life after mm. seeing my hairy belly. There you go, Ginger. I'm glad, I'm, glad, look. I'm glad this is a podcast so no one else can as well. Uh, the sound of vomiting around the nation is being heard, <laughs> if you could see it. Anyway, Ginger, thanks for joining me on the podcast again. Thank you, sir. Wake up some pots and pans. I've been your host, Todd Bailey. You've been listening to Geeks Week Live, Australia's number one pop culture podcast and web series. Stay geeky.